test, test, test. So, today was a long day. There was a lot of socializing that was done. And as somebody who, someone who's becoming more, a little bit more comfortable admitting openly that I got like social anxiety and so on. Today was mostly the social anxiety that kind of was the main issue. But um, I think I embraced the socializing. And sometimes embracing the socializing rather than fighting it can prove to be... It was like I wasn't overthinking different... Um, different my different contributions to the conversation it was a fairly good conversation about you know it was like a room full of immigrant family and I wasn't the immigrant I was like the only person born here but uh, interesting seeing their perspectives on um, immigrating to North America specifically immigrating to the US versus Canada the whole multiculturalism versus assimilation, um, which ethnic groups had, like wholeheartedly jump into this concept of assimilating versus which ones kind of cling to keep one foot in the, the culture of the, their current country of residence and which ones Sorry, keep one foot in the keep one foot in the um, country residence and then keeping one foot out. I won't get any, I won't go into super detail there, but anyway, um, it was a long, interesting discussion. Uh, what was done? There were trips to. It was kind of like it was like four of us spending a day running around. At one point, we reached IKEA. And this is kind of where these family outings can be okay. Um, they, like I said, it helps you kind of get out of your head. It helps you force you into a social situation. Situation. I was somewhat dreading this earlier in the morning. Nothing wrong with them, but uh, you know, you're, you start to overthink. You start to plan for like when one of them is going to take a shot at you kind of a thing, which didn't really happen. One of them did, but it doesn't matter. Um, because in the end, like I was, I've been saying in other episodes, it's like their own insecurities that uh, are shining through. Um, in fact, that person was ignored. It was like, well, it was interesting. There were four of us. Two of us got taken shots at, but it wasn't. It was like a joking kind of a thing. But it was like two people taking shots at the other two. I chose to ignore <laughs> the shot that was taken at me. In fact, I even fired back. The other person sort of had a little like you could tell it bothered him a bit. But anyway. Um, to my people out there with social anxiety and introversion and so on. These people, sometimes sometimes the fun comes out of the actual firing back. It's 
at a point now where I almost anticipate that, well, not entirely, but going into this whole social scenario today, I anticipated a shot being taken at me for which I had already prepared sort of a response of sorts. And it's kind of like being mentally prepared for that. You know, don't bring a knife to a gunfight. You know, don't bring a... Um, don't bring nothing to a knife fight. You know what I mean? You gotta be ready. And I know maybe I, maybe I shouldn't be using that those terms given the, um, the march that happened down there in the U.S. Yeah, the, you know... I'm gonna choose not to indulge in, in dive in too much into that, um, into that discussion, into that topic, because I do think that personally, I, I, I this whole gun debate thing is something I'm watching from a distance. Um, all of the gun control um, all the regulations and so on March for our lives let me I guess I guess I'm going to jump into it now I think this is one of the probably largest most powerful marches in at least my adulthood um that's had a greater effect, that's had a greater amount of attention, that's had a greater sort of um, rally behind it, other than say, let me think, was Occupy Wall Street. Um, Occupy Wall Street had an impact, I think it got kind of got dismissed afterwards as sort of a, oh look at these millennials, Look at these spoiled millennials with their protesting. I think this resonates a little bit more coming from a straight youth standpoint and it's expanded to all demographics, but um, it's a powerful movement. Another, another, um, another element of this that I do want to get into is I think, you know, I wonder how much more protesting minorities can do, specifically minorities can do against police shootings. It's, there needs to be a next step. Um, and again, I'm talking about, well, I say, I say again, I never said it before, Stephen Clark, you know, we've we've had since Trayvon Martin. There's been so many, so many um, outrages, outcries, outbursts regarding these very overt shootings. And um, it's be, you know, some of them are so flagrant that maybe they're all that. Maybe they're all flagrant. flagrant. But seeing how this is a simultaneous, what would be the term? Simultaneous, this is a parallel 
um, incident happening alongside March for Our Lives. Um, is one eclipsing the other, meaning is one cause, is one incident eclipsing the other one? I would say yes. I would say on some scale, Stephen Clark and also to some extent the victims of the, the Austin bombings are being somewhat eclipsed. Um, have I just from reading the news sensed the same amount of urgency for the Austin bombings and Stephen Clark? Broaden the scope to non-black. Sorry, broaden the scope to uh, the non-black community. Not as much. When social topics of interest, when social issues, when. Um, Incidents when injustices happen to certain specific niche groups, they tend to have a bit of a. And you know, I don't want to seem like I'm lacking empathy here, so maybe I should. I think I might just actually like back off of this topic. Um, for now, I don't want to silence myself. You know, but let me put it like this. Me talking about my social anxiety kind of, me talking about my social anxiety in one breath and then in the next breath talking about greater, larger issues kind of minimizes my own, how I feel about like my own life and my own little problems. Um, you know, now that I'm saying this, it's kind of like, What are, what, are, what are really my, my little anxiety problems? My, my introversion, my um, mental health. I guess I don't want to wrap, wrap that in there, but not my broader mental health battles. There is so much going on in this world presently, the present moment, that all issues, big and small, should be addressed. But this is the thing with when you back away, like I backed away from social media for five days. This is what I found now, is that the world kind of keeps turning whether you're not on there or not. And because these are the greatest communication platforms, all of these sites, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, that ever existed in the history of human communications, at least the current, this is a, at least this current generation of sites, you then say to yourself, yeah, what are, what, like, we cannot totally ignore, me, oh, I, like, I came across another tweet where, where um, I think it's Afro-Rish, which is this other, like, kind of black-focused platform, it was on Instagram that I saw this. And I've never really explored who actually like owns it. I just kind of consume the content as from like an Instagram feed standpoint. But I guess the creator, the head creator, the head owner of this site 
has essentially, she took a break, like she didn't post that much. And I guess if I think about it, past few days since I've jumped back on social, social, she hasn't really posted. And she's kind of like, yeah, taking a tech break is often something that's needed. I think so too. Um, but by the same token, by the same ERC20 token, <laughs> um, the we've, you know, the news and social networks are this one and the same at this point, and so you can't just kind of ignore. Yes, there's a, there's legacy media, but at the same time, which one has more of an impact and which one is more relevant? Hate to say it, it ain't the legacy media. So with that said, um, if I can even now recall my original point, yes, the problems, my individual problems, are nothing in compared to other people's problems. And even if they are something, let's say they are, let's say my individual problems are something, there are other people with similar realities and similar experiences that can be mirrored. Why am I, you know, this is the thing, you get outside your head. You know, the discussion today was a, um, We're talking about like, I want different points to talk about black entrepreneurship, business, um, finances, um, entertainment, sports. When is your time to leave an, an industry or retire? Like we're talking about how like 40 is kind of like in sports, like a cutoff, like that's too, that's, you can be 40 in a lot of things, but you can be 40 in sports and that's kind of, you're almost washed up. I mean, it's just the it's just the physical, elements, right? Like you're aging at that point. We're also talking about, um, you know, how we're look, looking at examples of ethnic groups who really focus on building their wealth and using that, keeping that wealth within their own communities and using that wealth for improvement versus spending on foolish, spending specifically not even necessarily spending on experiences, but spending on um, things like shoes, and, you know, Air Jordans, the money phone, these sorts of things. Um, and I think that, I guess what, guess what I'm getting at sort of is in the totality, like, you see, this is the thing. These social, these long social, social outings. When you speak to like people with, an ex with broader experiences, um, you see the world is such a huge place. There's so much going on in the world, at all times. I'd rather be part participating in the world. And I, let me let me backtrack. I keep saying I and me, like I'm talking about me here a lot. Um, I guess I incorporate other people in this, but I'm, I'm, what, I'm, what I'm saying is I want those with anxiety. I want you to really like take in these rants and replace the I as in me ranting here right now on the mic talking to you, I. Replace that I with you. 
okay? And try and piece together, try and insert yourself in the story and try and, or at least envision a parallel experience that you've had recently or that you can think you're gonna have recently or in the past and try and try and overlap these experiences and overlap these stories and fit these pieces of the puzzle together because I, you know, the mind is definitely a place, it's a mental playground of ideas that if you don't at least attempt to look at them from a different angle, you can become trapped in a sort of a, a cyclical, you can get trapped in a cycle of, it's like, you remember those like, when you go to the, when you're like a kid and you go to McDonald's and they have those those things on, or like, no, I think Pizza, Pizza Hut had these a lot, where it'd be like a, like a piece of paper and it's like a maze, and then, you, you start at one end and then you have to find your way out of the maze on the other end and sometimes you can never find that, that exit. It's like almost impossible to find some of them. And you're tracing and you're tracing. And maybe it's not true, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or it's like a Zelda game where it's like, you know, you're, you're unlocking treasures and weapons and maybe no one. I'm so now, so I'm so conscious now of using the term weapons and guns, but it's like that, you know, like you, to, to, to wage, uh, I don't want to say wage wars, <laughs> but to push yourself forward through different chapters and elements of this game of life, you sometimes need to approach a problem or something different. And Sometimes, sometimes that a different approach comes from you just take a break from the game and you come back. Some of it is like you go look for your version of Game Pro or like a walkthrough. I don't even know if Game Pro exists anymore, but like a walkthrough online. And um, you got to figure out what's the best mode of approach. What's another way to approach this? Anyway. Ah, uh, this rant, this one must be the most, this, this particular rant must be shit. Because <laughs> I'm like, going all over the place. But I guess the main moral of the theme is like, getting outside your own head is, okay, so practical. If you find yourself being harassed and asked to do multiple social outings a month, Go to one, try one. Like I'm so, like I love pool and I'm so close to, like there's a bar down the street, quote unquote, oh yeah, quote unquote Ralph's slash quote unquote Fat Albert's. And um, they got pool there. I just don't want to go deal with a bunch of like hood people and like, like the hoodie environment and like play pool with a bunch of hood people. But I may have to do that if that's the thing that's gonna get me out of my head. And get me out of my own sort of like dwelling on my own shit. Or maybe I go volunteer. Like for example, there's this thing, 
I'm getting wild, bro. But there's this, um, I met someone randomly, and um, like maybe like, was this in January or so, or Christmas? I think it was January. They, um, they're running, they're putting together this like ecology-based conference, which is, I, which never, which, I have a interest in the environment, broadly speaking, but I spend absolutely no time looking into like environmental issues or like I'm not a Green Party supporter. I support them, but I won't. You won't see me at any of their like rallies. Um, that's not really my thing. But I got anyway. So like, let me put it like this: for some people. Environmental issues is first priority on their list of things. Some people it's weed. Some people it's minority issues. Some people it's business. I would say that environmental environmentalism isn't for me an immediate issue that I can rally behind. Though I do get why people do. So. <laughs> oh, shit. So anyway, I meet someone who's putting together this conference. And, you know, she's telling me about, like, the con it's a conference, and they're trying to, rule to, trying to put together this conference. They need social media work done. So she wants me to basically essentially volunteer for social media. And, you know, we spoke and so on and so forth. And she wanted me today, I couldn't. Um, I'm supposed to meet her on Tuesday to talk about this shit. To talk, <laughs> to talk about the conference, what she's putting together. Uh, and, you know, I'm sort of like, The volunteerism shit, like, sorry, I just burped. Um, <laughs> um, volunteerism. I have, I've had periods of super volunteerism, like almost too much of that. And right now, I'm like super focused on money, so it's like I'm like, uh, can I commit to this? And I have a couple of days to really decide, but. Something's something, it's like, it's weird. It's like, I almost just want to play this out and see what happens. And this is, I think this is how life usually works. You can say no to a bunch of shit, maybe you should. But um, in this particular instance, I think playing it out is almost um, a far more interesting scenario. Like, I'm going to play this out, but maybe you're going to play this out. I'm like almost 75% sure. <laughs> Between 70 and 75% sure that this might be something to play out. And um, while playing it out, I may stumble into something interesting, you know? Um, and maybe it'll unlock some new political, like I'm, I've been non-political for quite a while. I would even say that I'm generally speaking, I'm non-political. I just know that I, like, I support a party. And I don't 100% agree with everything that they preach, but like the NDP, but on a scale 
of one to, or I guess a scale of zero to 10. 10 being, I agree with them people, these people the most on their, all their policies and zero being I don't agree with all at all. NDP is like a seven, 0.5 let's say. Whereas conservatives is zero. So. Actually, can I even say zero for conservative? Yeah, I'm just gonna fuck it. I'm just gonna say zero. Write them off. Um, so maybe this this particular this conference that I'm supposed to be involved in will like kick open a different um, set of interests and a set of political views that I never really thought of. But I'd be honest, like. Environmentalism is something that I've never really looked into. Um, though I, I have had conversations with people where like the outcome of the conversation was like, the Green Party and the NDP should form a, an alliance. But I ain't even gonna get into that. So that's that. And also what else we're gonna talk about today? My, um, Twitch stream. I streamed. I'm gonna stream right after this, actually. Right after I record this, I'm gonna listen back to this. And I think I'm gonna do like a late night stream. Um, it's interesting. I found, well, this is just from the streaming that I was doing yesterday. Even talking about these same subjects. Like, I'm pretty much gonna talk about the exact same shit I was talking about here, but I think now that I've, when I re-listen to this, I'm gonna get different ideas of what they're blab to blabber about on the stream. And then I'm gonna play more music, and then I'm gonna, during the stream, it's gonna be from my phone. I'm gonna stream mobile because um, I ain't got no internet in the house right now, so it's just straight data. I got the free one hour of data. Like you get five hours of data free a month. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna stream and then <laughs> this is some good shit. The stream is gonna overlap. I'm gonna do it closer to like 11, and then take a little break and then stream again at midnight. So it's like a somewhat of a, like a long like two three hour stream. But that that's an interesting little format there. I was streaming from the iPad at one point, and then I tested out the mixer with the mic. Um, and it's really just, I had a bunch of, I had some listeners too. Um, and now that I'm sort of, and I guess this can be another side theme for this little rant that I'm going on, is that um, I swear, sometimes socializing just tires me out. You know, boohoo, right? But anyway, I think that you have so many different social networks, right? And I guess if you were to do like a broad survey of a lot of people, people who use it for real, like, and I don't want to categorize myself as somebody who's using, I guess I am using it for real, but I mean, not just people post like, like selfies and shit, or at least selfies that are just for the sake of selfies. Um, or 
It's like, what's your goal, right? Like, what are you aiming to accomplish with, within the fucking... Um, like I was saying that other rant. What's the objective with the posting? You're posting, you're posting, you're posting. To what end? What was my end? Like, I, so... I keep bringing this point up, but whatever. Taking a break. Not the five-day break, the two-year break or whatever. From social media, hopping back on. I have more life experience. I'm now finding more of a rhythm with the shit. Now that I'm realizing that Twitter and Instagram and Facebook all have these specific purposes. And I'm gonna go on, I'm, okay. They all have these specific purposes. Okay, now, Facebook. The back, so, so the, several days have passed now since this backlash to Facebook. Yo, I think right now I'm about to go while doing performing this little juggling act of social media. I actually spent yesterday kind of like the like implementing an, a different kind of a Facebook strategy for myself. My quote unquote brand, if you want to call it that, is going to have different angles. And so I used Facebook to kind of dive into a different angle of the, the quote-unquote brand, which I won't get into right now. But uh, now let me go backtrack. Yes, juggling with all these sites. Instagram. I'm just going to... You know, I think at this point I can just specifically use Instagram to kind of chop up segments of these rants and then and put some animations on top of them and then just throw them up. And then kind of like blog style, like vlog shit during the day, like rants a bit during the day into the phone. And then um, yeah, <laughs> post some more workout videos. You know, it's not that serious, right? It's like, what are you doing off of the social media that's, like, amounting to something within the social media? But then there's also, like, quote-unquote biz dev on there, too, right? Like, DMing people and so on. Um, but I think you find a rhythm, like, IG is definitely... I don't know. The rhythm that I'm finding now is... Very t it's more focused. It's kind of, it's a bit more focused. Yes, there's mindless bullshit that I post, but it's also like the the 75 to 80% of my posts are going to be related to like promoting Twitch in some creative way and promoting these, these rants. Because I think this is, these are the things that I'm really, like I just been, I, I threw on the mic just now. I was hiding in my room. I just threw on the mic and I've been ranting for 31 minutes. I think this is something that, you know, again, I want people to kind of listen to this and envision themselves in the spot that I'm in. You had all day, maybe you were working at call center all day, maybe you were um, at Tim Hortons all day. I'm, really, I'm doing like the general cross sections of jobs that like people want to do. Maybe you're a janitor, maybe you're You're working at fucking um, Walmart, or you're uh, something. 
point I'm making is you, you leave that, you come home, and surprise, surprise, you can now rant. You're, maybe you're feeling some anxiety. Turn the mic on, turn the camera on if you have one. Uh, record in whatever way you can. If you have a Mac, you have GarageBand. Maybe you have Logic. Or buy one of these programs. Like, do, use them to get out of yourself. Um, I know maybe that wasn't really <laughs> But maybe, you, you know, I don't know. Maybe that was just up some. Maybe I was just mindlessly babbling there, but what I'm saying is, that's what I'm saying. It's very easy to turn the mental, maybe it's not easy, but a switch can get turned on if your mental state is not on point. If you just do something that, that brings you some kind of happiness. I know that sounds corny, but, and maybe I'm in a position where I've been doing audio for since, for pretty much my whole, a lot of my life, specifically 20 to now, but even before that with classical instruments, it's like, this is what I've been doing. So it doesn't take much to whatever slump that I'm in to get out of that slump just by doing the, the thing that I always know that I, I know how to do. In a, new, in, in a new format, Twitch, traditional FM, Anchor, whatever. But I just actually wanted to, <laughs> to backtrack. So Blavity has like a bunch of like, they're like, yeah, here's some 10 re like realistic important details about Stephen Clark that are a reality that you cannot deny before they start changing the narrative like in the news and shit. And I try not to even read the legacy news about a lot of these things. I'll just read the underground shit because here, let's read some of this. Stephen was a stay-at-home father, husband, father of two, gunned down in his grandmother's backyard. Kids weren't the only ones who lived there who were haunted by the shooting, his grandparents and siblings. Uh, first they said he was carrying a gun, then they said a toolbar. 20, 20 times she was shot. The grandma was speaking to hours, for hours to the cops he was dead in the backyard and she looked out the window. The grandma, all she heard was shots, whereas the police claimed that they were giving him commands, keep your hands up. This is in Sacramento. I might actually have an opportunity to move to that sounds heartless. First of all, RIP to the victim. I know I'm just jumping around, I shouldn't have done that. As I was paying, like I was paying homage earlier, like there's just too many of these incidents happening on a frequent basis. But um, it's it's I don't know, it's disheartening. But why I was where I was originally going before I backtrack there in, the, in a few seconds was um, I may have a chance to go to to Portland for um a week or so at the end of April. Um, and I'm thinking about going into the U.S. And with the 
this climate of like shootings and police shootings and like the climate of racism and <sighs> I'm going there with a different kind of a vibe as a black Canadian and um, I'm already kind of hyper alert to this shit. I'm going there. For, I'm going there to see somebody, but it'll be a professional kind of thing to network. And with travel, you got to be kind of careful with like you'd be like going to I don't know Germany right now or something, or the UK, or you'd be like going to Sierra Leone right now or something. When you're in a mental kind of a um, state of reawakening or rebirth, the circumstances of the environment that you may be traveling into don't, maybe they don't necessarily reflect your, your goal of enlightenment, but also at the same time, maybe maybe witnessing it's again it's the outside perspective thing you go there you see a whole different ball game you see what people are really going through which is infinitely more like this what this, like what this what I, what just happened to Stephen Clark here is way more important than what I'm whining about if, if you could consider whining um social anxiety this guy got shot down from his, in, in his fucking backyard what am I really like That whole family is going through. And you know, you can't just, I mean, it's not even about putting people's problems on a scale. It's when I had plenty, like my, my, my family's from a war-torn country, like a third world country, so they've seen these sorts of things. But as an individual, I've never been shot at. You know, black people up here, we got this problem of, I think we sometimes try and internalize too much of the, we try and create a collective black North American experience that isn't accurate because we are black Canadians, but that even the black Canadian term is not a realistic um, descriptor because we, we have most of our, the majority of our parents come from wherever, the Caribbean or Africa. And so we throw the nationality, we throw those countries, so Ghanaian Canadian, Sierra Leonean Canadian, um, Jamaican Canadian, Trini Canadian, uh -huh. Someone just texted me like, oh boy. Anyway, so, um, so we identify with <laughs> someone from one of these apps that I'm trying to, that I resell things on. She um, hit me up. Anyway, so reselling, sorry, not reselling. <laughs> now I'm all jumbled up in my mind. Um, we, we throw nationality before the Canadian. And because of that, 
our experiences here as blacks are not are not reflective of the African American experience, which is infinitely worse. Maybe not infinitely. Maybe that's not. Maybe I should say infinitely worse. But they're worse now. We aren't getting shot down to the records of African-Americans up here. And yes, our brethren down there, we should be identifying with them. However, we should also keep in perspective that, you know, I would say the, that the, this is probably not gonna be a popular opinion, but the Aboriginal, the indigenous, the First Nations groups here, pop like their experience, probably more mirrors the African-American experience and the, Na the Native American experience in the U.S. before it, we, before the first generation black experience can be identified with African-Americans. You know, and maybe that's something I'll, that I'll go into another round for, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna pause this. Um, I'm gonna go live. Twitch, and I'm going to re-listen to this, and I'm going to answer this phone text about reselling uh, items on Let Go. <laughs> All right. Good night, folks. Peace.